Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover, your home for ice fishing news, tips, stories, and strategies. And now, your host, Chris Larson. Hello and welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast. We're finally through all of the shows we recorded at the St. Paul Ice Show, and we're producing some fresh content. I'm always proud to bring you, the listener, some of the best experts in ice fishing, but today we're doing something completely different. My guests are definitely not experts. They are my friends, Jason and Tony. Welcome to the show, guys. Uh, Thanks a lot, Chris. Thanks for having us. We are decidedly not experts. <laughs> yes, these guys are not experts, but they bring a fresh perspective to the show, and I wanted to have them on to discuss their first impressions of wheelhouse fishing. The three of us recently booked a trip with Randon Olson from Lockjaw Guide Service in Ottertail County, Minnesota. It was the first time sleeping in a wheelhouse on the lake for Jason and Tony. And uh, what did you guys think? First impressions. Well, for me, uh, it just uh, exceeded my expectations i'd seen a little bit about it on youtube and i was excited to come out and try it but it was absolutely amazing i just i've never fished in such comfort and uh it just uh i felt it just allowed me to to maximize my time i traveled to 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 fish there and um it allowed me to maximize the the time on the ice there it was it was just incredible from when i woke up in the morning till right before i went to bed um i it's one of the few things I've done, you know, as an adult that exceeded my expectations, I'll be honest. Jason, we'll get back with that, Tony. But uh, Jason, what, what were your first impressions? I second that. I, I was really impressed with the versatility of the whole wheelhouse format, you know, as a jumping off point. If you wanted to uh, fish other lakes in the area or if you wanted to pop some holes just outside the shack in the direct vicinity there. I mean, it was the options were endless. And as Tony said, you're, you're constantly fishing. So, you know, I've been fishing for a long time, usually in, you know, a spring trip and staying in a resort or something, something like that. And you're, you know, coming off the water at the end of the day and staying in a hotel or something like that. And I felt like we were always fishing. It was amazing. Tony, this trip was kind of inspired by you. What went into the genesis of this fishing trip? You're a Midwest boy, but you're living in California now. What went into this? Like, we got to do this type of thing. Well, you know, to be honest, as I, I get older, I'm thinking there, there's a lot of things that I, I'm, I'm not able to do um, consistently, but there's a lot of things I want to do. And so I just kind of decided this year I was going to make, make stuff happen. So uh, I, um, you know, reached out to, to Jason, who reached out to you and, and got that trip booked. I, uh, as I said earlier, I was watching a lot of the YouTube trying to get my fix that way and and it just made me want to do it even more you know after a while the videos weren't doing it for me so I, I thought it was now or never and um so we just went out and did it jason we sh- showed up on the lake the first day you're walking into the house what were you thinking when you were walking into the house as far as like the size and and the way everything was laid out what were you thinking i was really struck right away by for one randon's professionalism i mean he was so available and just really welcoming glad to see us he had everything ready for us ready to go um the wheelhouse itself was just super clean it was laid out well like we i think i remember walking in the first point it, it's a fairly uh small it's on the smaller end of the spectrum as i understand it for a wheelhouse but i was impressed by the, the amount of room available inside there and obviously as we started unloading gear it filled up quickly but uh yeah i was i was 
impressed with the, the cleanliness and the facilities, like a little kitchenette, you know, you know, restroom and everything. Uh, the bunks were comfortable. I mean, it smelled nice too. I was amazed. It was a uh, kind of like a knotty pine cedar. So it was really a, a nice construction. Yeah, we stayed in a. Uh... We kind of hate to say this here on the Catch Cover Fish House Nation podcast, but we stayed in an ice castle. Seventeen foot trophy hunter, uh, seventeen foot plus the V, but uh, not a you know one of those giant houses that I think a lot of people think of. But uh, the way the layout was set up, uh, the three of us very adult men, at least uh, when it comes to, to physical specimens, uh, fit in it quite quite easily. It was cozy, but we made it work, and I, I never felt like we were cramped. I agree. Yeah, no, there, there was enough room to do what we needed to do, and yeah, it was it was very efficient in its layout. Absolutely. So we kind of got the best of both worlds when it comes to wheelhouse fishing when we were out there. We used the house as a base. Uh, we went, first day we were out there, and, and the second day uh, we kind of ventured off and went onto another lake to Randon. So we used that house as a base you go out and fish that evening bite. But then we came back, we got back to the house, the fun started there, you know, cleaning fish, cooking, eating fish, and still fishing. I mean, Jason touched on it, Anthony, but uh, tell me about what you thought about it. Like, we were we were always fishing. Well, that, that's just it. it, it the, the fun never ended. I, I mean, it, it was unbelievable to me that, you know, we, we went out and we, we, we tried the other lakes there. And then, uh, and we did great. And, and at any other time that would have been like the end of the experience. And I would have been completely satisfied. I would have been like, wow, what a day just reflecting on it. But to come back in complete comfort and to, to clean fish in complete comfort and to, to be able to cook right there. And at the same time, be catching more fish. And, and, and as they're being cleaned, you're just giving them to the guy to clean more and, and we're eating them. It was it was unbelievable, and then the fun didn't stop till like gosh, it was like eleven thirty at night uh, when the bite finally stopped. And it, it just when you think the experience couldn't get any better, it, it got better. That's what I loved about it. You know, it was just so many. We were ice fishing in like three different manners. You know, throughout the day, you know, you you wake up in the morning, you're kind of groggy, but you're able to make coffee right there, and you're catching fish. From the minute you wake up, you haven't even brushed your teeth and you're catching fish. And then, you know, as the day progressed, we went on our little uh, our, our trip and, and caught fish in that manner. And then in the evening, normally when you're just, just going to relax and maybe, you know, you guys would get on their phone or whatnot, you're still catching fish. It was just unbelievable to me. I was just tickled by it. Yeah, we, Randon had our house sitting on a, a nighttime bluegill bite. Which is, I've never heard of a nighttime bluegill bite, but yeah, that first night, I think 1130, that was your time, Tony. I, I think we went to bed about 132 o'clock in the morning that first night. The fish were biting right right up until then. Oh, right on. I, I, I'll be honest, I wasn't looking at my watch. I was just estimating. <laughs> what, what was it like, Jason, for you sleeping in, in that house? I really got a kick out of the rattle reel experience. And uh, a hot tip is if you if you have rattle reels in the wheelhouse, you want to take the top bunk. <laughs> Those things would go off in the middle of the night, you know, it was like three, four in the morning, and uh, I could hear them, and I would just start shouting orders and then roll over and go back to sleep. <laughs> While the guys in the lower bunks took care of the fish. 
That's great advice. Great advice from a wheelhouse professional now. <laughs> Sleep in the upper box. You don't have to wake up for the rattle reels. <laughs> Especially the second night. I mean, you really got to you got to have a strategy. Tony, you're an early riser and you kind of brought it up earlier, but uh you were the first guy up both mornings and you were up there out fishing uh while both of us were still looking at our pillows. What was that like for you to get a uh, chance to kind of rule the roost in the morning and, and kind of do some fishing and drink some coffee and everything before everybody else even got going? Man, I, I loved it. I loved it. You know, like uh, when you're at home and stuff, that's uh, that's our, our quiet time before, you know, the, the kids get up and all that activity start. And it was kind of like the same experience for me. I could kind of just ease into the morning to pick the hot holes because everyone was in the bunks and uh and just, just do my thing and just uh it was just a nice it provided all the solitude i wanted and um and there were you catching fish and so i was just trying to keep it keep it quiet as i'd reel them up you know tighten my drag a little bit so my drag wasn't going out waking you guys up <laughs> and uh, when i was releasing i'm trying not, not to get too much splash to get you guys up but uh i, I loved it it was it was a magical time because i was uh, getting up before the, the sun was even up. And so, you know, just opening the curtains up and just as the, the sun rose, it was, it was a great experience. Just, and that, as I said, that was one of like the multiple different ways we were experiencing the ice fishing, you know what I mean? From uh, that, that first morning experience to that late night, I just, I, I just felt like I had maybe four or five trips in one. It really was neat. It kind of part of the quintessential wheelhouse experience though, is uh, the restroom facilities. <laughs> and it was something that, that Jason and I had conversations about a few different times for the trip and how we were going to handle that. But we get there and come to find out uh, Randon had a, a dry toilet in the restroom there, and that was a different experience. Tell us about that, guys. <laughs> it's, it's pretty handy, actually. It's uh, pretty modern, pretty sanitary. I, you know, I wouldn't be afraid to take my uh, – my wife and daughter on a trip like that. It can get a little gamey in there at times, but you know, I think you told me, Chris, that some of the wheelhouses are now designed with doors that open towards the outside, which would be uh, great. But yeah, I thought it, I didn't have a problem with it at all. I thought the facilities were, you know, very comfortable and modern. We didn't have a shower, but you know, we're only out there for probably 36 hours. Yeah, a couple, a lot of those houses uh, that, that you're talking about, the doors and the outside, those are going to be your homemade houses that a lot of the guys will be running on. Uh, lake of the woods but uh the cool thing about that dry toilet if people haven't experienced it and i had never experienced it before is you kind of do your business in there and there is a uh a very heavyweight style bag that kind of wraps it up if you've ever had a diaper genie at your house that's kind of how it works and uh was able to seal things off pretty well and you know you kind of get that that uh scent throughout the house as business is being done but soon as it was over it kind of dissipated and and seemed to be sealed up quite well in that bag so kind of a kind of a cool deal tony what what were your favorite parts of the trip if you had to narrow it down kind of what was it what were some of the highlights for you you know um one it was the uh i was only out there for two and a half days so i wanted to maximize experience and it was just the camaraderie of being in like not a I don't want to call it a clubhouse, but we're all there. We're all comfortable. We're all having a good time. And, and you're talking, you know, we weren't all like on the ice at separate holes, you know, just over our own hole and your buddy's 50 yards away and you're yelling back and forth. I just felt we could just, there was a lot of interaction. It was a real 
you know, gregarious. It, it was, it was a lot of fun. That's, that's what I enjoyed. The, the camaraderie it allowed the, the, the pure comfort too. Uh, I felt because, you know, we're, we're for a lot of the time, I was just essentially fishing in what I'd wear around the house. And so the, the pure comfort just kept me fishing the whole time. You know, I wasn't getting wore out. Um, I really enjoyed that and catching a lot of fish helped too. It, it always kept us interested and it was it was new experience upon new experience for me. I hadn't used electronics, I hadn't used a camera before, and and it certainly hadn't been in a wheelhouse. And um, it, it was just it was phenomenal. I felt it. I don't know how others feel about it as far as how cold it was. To me, it was extremely cold outside, but I wasn't wanting of anything. I was extremely comfortable, extremely comfortable, and um, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I know I'm gonna be doing it on a on a yearly basis if not more. It was one of the highlights uh, I've done in, in in recent years, in, in whether hunting or fishing. It's, it's really an outdoor highlight for me. I enjoyed it. Jason, what were some of your favorite parts? The chance to reconnect, um, like Tony said, I, the three of us used to do trips in the past, and then, you know, career and kids and, and things have, have all kind of taken us in different directions over the last 15 years. So it was really nice to just hunker down in a a shack like that out on the ice and um, just have so much, you know, FaceTime with each other for so many years to reconnect and, uh, and have so much fun while we were doing it. So I think that was the best for me. I think if you're looking to have a trip for ice fishing, um, with, whether it's, you know, you're taking your kids or your, your family, I mean, it's, it's such quality time because like Tony said, it's so comfortable. You're not out there fighting the wind, hollering across the ice at each other ice fishing when you're hole hopping and stuff like that can be kind of solitary and you can certainly do that from an ice house but uh we spent it, we actually hit a cold front on this trip so it got you know significantly it was like topping out about zero degrees each day we spent a lot of time in the wheelhouse and uh Randon had it set up over a nice productive spot so we were catching fish the whole time really made it enjoyable um, i think the other part would be just Brandon. He was really a wonderful guide and uh, super knowledgeable, easy to talk to, and just so pleasant to be with. So um, just a real a great expert on the local fishing scene up there. Really enjoyed it. I, I'd like to go back and fish with him again sometime. Yeah, we went out a couple of evenings with Randon and fished from the portables for four or five hours each evening. And Tony got to spend one night with him and Jason uh, another evening when we were out there with him. So you guys got uh, some really good quality uh, time with him as well. If we were planning this today to go out, you know, in two weeks, Tony, is there anything you would change? What, what would those things be? You know, honestly, probably the only thing I would change would be to book more days. I, when I, I, I got a little down when I had to travel back. I was, I was missing it greatly. So I would, have, I would have done it for more days. Other than that, I don't know that I would have changed anything. It was really the ultimate experience for me. It, it was, it was great. It was great in every sense. So probably just book more time. <laughs> Jason, anything you would change? Yeah, I would second that. I think just from the fact that it's so much fun, but also midwinter, midwinter weather patterns can be kind of fickle in the upper Midwest. So as I mentioned, you know, we hit a pretty strong cold front. It was probably the coldest blast of the season that hung on for maybe two days. And, you know, just like in the summer or the spring, if, you, if it's hanging out about 50 degrees and suddenly it's 35, you know, it, it shuts the fishing down. It didn't really shut down our bite necessarily. I mean, we were in good productive spots and Randon had the tips and techniques to keep us in fish. I would say just from that standpoint, just 
take the most time you can um, for a trip like this so that you're you're getting more opportunities to fish different sort of presentations and weather conditions all right guys you're planning on going on a trip uh, in two weeks what are some must-haves that you think people should have when they're going to do a trip like this that maybe they might not think about uh, Jason I'll let you go first this time just get a good understanding of what the guide has available so you're not bringing too much extra stuff in the way of like camping equipment and stuff like that and groceries because they, they do generally have a lot of good things on hand and a lot of the sportsmen that are staying and, and with guides like this are paying it forward and leaving some whether it's shore lunch breading or oil to fry fish in. I mean it's sometimes that stuff is available to you so you don't really need to bring it and then also I found you know I had my truck and we we're parked basically right on the ice next to the wheelhouse and you can save a lot of space by leaving a lot of those storage bins and stuff in your truck and out, you know, keep them out of the wheelhouse so you can move around and, you know, tend to rods or rattle reels or whatever the case might be. Sure. That's a good tip. Tony, must-haves for you? To me, the must-haves are, are good friends because uh, <laughs> I think uh, when I got there, you had everything I, I, a guy could want aside from clothing from as far as electronics and, and, you know, rods and reels and, and, you know, the, the jigs and whatnot, it was fantastic. So yeah. <laughs> have some good friends that, that helps. <laughs> uh, yeah. Try but, to, uh, try to schedule your trip with your local um, ice fishing podcast host. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. And then uh, aside from that, just have your, your clothing spot on if you're going to be fishing outside the wheelhouse and and you're going to face conditions like we did it, it was nice to have um a really good equipment uh, uh jason set me up with some uh some bibs some eskimo bibs and gosh they were comfortable it really when we were outside the wheelhouse it, it i was in had complete comfort i was amazed at uh just uh how well they were engineered and uh as as you're fishing out there you'd find a new pocket here a, a rag there and i was just amazed at really well thought out eh? yeah i'm wearing the legend suit you guys got the uh, legend bibs both of you for the for the trip and i mean they are very well designed to do exactly what they're supposed to do and and a really good good thing to be wearing when you're out there other than that no i can't think of anything else yeah they're just good friends good company and um having nice equipment really uh topped it off too i just really it really made it the experience just top-notch as i said many times and you guys introduced something to me during that trip that i'd never experienced and that was uh the coffee so you guys have a uh, a nice blend of instant coffee that i'd never had before and i gotta tell you you kind of uh you got me hooked on it on a different type of coffee now jason i think that was your doing yeah we bought this coffee you can uh, thank your friends at the Mediator Podcast for that. The uh, Starbucks Via that they talk about on the podcast, it's really uh, terrific. Yeah, so if you're looking for a good wheelhouse coffee, don't want to bring the brewer out there, just want to boil some water on the uh, stovetop, that, that stuff, the Starbucks Via is, I mean, it's as good a cup of coffee as you'll get anywhere and uh, easy to make and, and very delicious. So thanks for bringing that into my life, Jason. <laughs> Glad to do it. Is there anything that, that I didn't ask you guys that you want to bring up before we wrap up here? I just would like to thank you both again, <laughs> just for such a great experience. And um, I would encourage anyone who's even considering it to do it. Um, because, because again, it just exceeds your expectation and you don't realize just how fun 
fishing on the ice can be <laughs> when you have that as a jumping off point. And um, just if, if cost is a, a factor at all, just consider you're just maximizing your time on the ice. It, you're, you're, you're not there for six, eight hours. You're there for 18 hours fishing if you want, if you have it in you. <laughs> yeah, for me, it was just a good opportunity to shake the winter blues. And uh, it, it has elements of all the good things about winter, like spending time in a cabin or ice fishing or, you know, good times with friends. I mean, it had everything, every a little piece of all of those things. Yeah, and I thought it was really affordable, too. It wasn't out of line, and I hope to make it an annual trip. Yeah, it was awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming on the show, and thanks for going on that trip with me. It was awesome to have you with, and I had a blast, lots of laughs, and just lots of good times with you guys. And like you said earlier, Jason, it's just something that uh, – as life has kind of marched on over the last few years and, and things have happened as far as kids and career and everything, just don't get a chance to do it enough. So it was uh, fun to spend time with you guys. Really appreciate it and appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, I appreciate you guys very much. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Tony. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for listening to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover. For more ice fishing content, visit our blog at catchcover.com.